Welcome to Peaches and Cream, where we talk about stuff. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode three. All right, so uh, we've been getting a lot of questions about why we're called Peaches and Cream. And so I'm going to let Terrence go over that. Yeah, um, I don't know why he's going to let me go over this, because there's no reason why we're called Peaches and Cream. I don't actually know the origin. There was just the name that we came up with, Peaches and Cream, Cameron and Terrence. They don't even sound alike. Don't have the same initials. But yeah, so there's no reason for anyone that's wondering. There's there's no nothing behind it. Or maybe there is, and you can come up with a theory. And if we like your theory, then we'll we'll accept that as the reason. Yeah, if it's a really good one, blast our email and everything. Um, let us know if you have a reason for us, and then we might take one. Yeah, and we'll just retroactively add that as our origin story. Yeah, that sounds good to me. All right, next order of business is in the last episode, we covered a lot of topics. And this is the section where we get fact-checked because uh, not e- the next morning after the last episode, my inbox was flooded <laughs> with all sorts of emails for, uh, with from insectologists, paleontologists, zoologists, uh, zoologists yeah. all and, and even uh, people's grandmas were were uh, e- emailing us, texting us, and telling us, fact checking us because we got something wrong in the last episode. We, it, didn't, it, we didn't get something wrong. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> we didn't get. So, I I made the claim that locusts are a type of cricket that just like randomly evolve into locusts and then they go crazy. All right. Now I wasn't that far off, but I was pretty far off. Um, okay. So locusts are a type of grasshopper. And so, uh, just, just to go over this, there's all different types of grasshoppers, but there's a specific type of grasshopper. That's a locust. In those specific types of grasshoppers, not cricket, not crickets, which was what we described in the last uh, podcast. Uh, specific, so locusts are a specific type of grasshopper, and they go into a swarming season where they then they transform and they just go totally crazy. Yeah, they they they'll black out the sky like it'll just be they'll be everywhere and they just go absolutely nuts for a short period of time. And then they just go back to being grasshoppers. Thinking so, about swarms of bugs gives me chills. Like if I see an anthill and I see like groups of ants moving and it looks like, oh, it's so, so gross. Yeah, when they're like carrying a, like a worm or yeah. like a wasp or Ugh. something or they're just taking over yeah. a banana Wouldn't, peel. Like if you look in like, a, like an ant farm, you know how people mm-hmm. have ant farms or at least like, like kids sometimes have ant farms. When I see that, it just, oh, it gives me chills. And I'm not the only one. I know that people, some people are like that too. I've seen people have the same reaction. What, have you ever seen um, a bee swarming? Like Ugh. a, uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we went to a, the the bar in the summertime and we saw like a giant. We saw the beehive. There was a giant beehive. Man. Where was this? Um, yeah, on the on the Monon. It was um, we were we were on a walk or something. We stopped at the bar, the Union. We stopped at Union, and there was that bee, oh, wooden yeah, beehive yeah, box. Yeah, and there was yeah, tons yeah. of bees there. 
So, so swarming bees, have you ever seen uh, beekeepers when they go to people pay them because they have like a beehive in their shed or something? Ugh. And they, have you ever seen those videos? No. So if you look, if you look up the videos of uh, beehives, people will hire a beekeeper to come eradicate a beehive on their property. And the, and the ones that are really experienced won't even wear any protective gear. Oh, my god! They're just like, they're just like hillbillies and they like walk in with their <laughs> t-shirts and they just are like digging through this like oh. it's like liquid bees and they're just like oh digging gosh. through the bees and they're oh. like they're like see here we got to find the queen and oh, they're they're just like picking up bees and like oh and like so picking gross. them up and putting them into buckets to try to find this bee anyway so that when they find the queen this is all they have to do to get rid of all the bees they find the queen after digging through all these bees yeah and they take something that looks like a hair clip and mm-hmm. they take the queen and just clip it into this, like, little box. Mm-hmm. And then they just take the queen bee in this hair clip. Yeah. And then they stick it in a bee box, which is, like, that wooden box that we saw in the Yeah, memo. yeah, yeah. And then all of the other bees, like, the thousand other bees, just start crawling into <laughs> the bee box. <laughs> because so they gross. they, like, go follow the queen. And then they just, like, stick the box in their truck and just leave yeah just thinking about swarms of things makes me itchy well i think what's so unbelievable about insect colonies and stuff is they have to be following i don't even know if it would be like a scent they have these like antennas and stuff you know right they have like ants have trails and stuff they have to just be following the the queen bee yeah it's amazing like just like there's like some little chemical or something that I'm they sure we, release, we'll guess. have an insectologist on sometime. We'll yeah. Go, we'll go into it yeah. deeper. Yeah. If you're an insectologist, <laughs> email us so that we can have you on here. Or anyone that is like an expert on insects. Uh, I'm, I think we could talk about insects. We could talk about insects for a while. Yeah, for a long time. I mean, I would be very uncomfortable for most of it, but we could do it. Yes. Yeah, so or if you know someone, yeah, let us know because... That'd be a really interesting episode. And I'm and I'm sure I'll probably get fact checked on what everything I just said about insects. And so we'll have to we'll, you know, email us and then we'll or text us whatever however you want to communicate with us. How and then we'll uh, we'll do another section on fact checking ourselves. Yeah. Another so, yeah. section on fact checking ourselves. So yeah, that's that. All right. We'll start with our first topic. Yeah. Today. So we've we've had Plenty of people give us topics today, and uh, the people were really curious about us talking about comatose people. Oh, I don't know if people were curious, but we just we just started, we were curious about it. Yeah, we were curious about this. All right, so comatose people. Well, cause it's what, a, what were we talking about? It's them? something I don't understand at all, right? And I also think about, like, you know, a long time ago, back in the day, when someone was comatose, did people just be like, oh, they're dead? And then they would just bury them. And, then, <laughs> and that's where zombies come from? That's where zo- I mean, <laughs> that could be like the, where the idea of zombies come someone, from. Someone, they bury a comatose person and someone's just chilling out, out in the backyard where they buried their uncle or something. And they just see a hand <laughs> come out of the ground. Right. Because there's no way. Like, I mean, I understand that people understood Pulse at a young, like at a, at a, a long mm-hmm. time ago. But I don't think everyone understood Pulse, and I don't think that oh, everyone yeah, no died way. in hospitals, right? Yeah. So I'm sure, like in, in the, 
in you know the dark ages that people were dying left and right and they were just like oh or someone hit their head really hard mm-hmm. got a concussion went into They're a con- coma out. and people were like oh man you know uncle sam is dead and uh uncle sam maybe not uncle sam uncle uh, eric uncle <laughs> Uncle Jeff. <laughs> Uncle Jeff is dead. <laughs> and uh, they they bury Uncle Jeff. And then, yeah, hand out, zombie rumors start spreading. They could have killed Uncle Jeff. Like, after he came out of the ground, like, oh, no. Kill him. He's a zombie. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he's just like, he's like, my, no, wait, wait. my brain. My brain. And they're like, he's trying to eat our brains. Yeah, man. And you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say that is factually how zombies came to be well that's what i read <laughs> fact check that one yeah yeah that's what i read and so yeah i don't know i the whole idea of being in a coma that kind of stresses me out just yeah i'm i'm here one day and then i wake up in 20 years and all right. my hopes and dreams i was like i had a lot of plans during that time would you would you rather like wake up in 20 years and be like whoa what happened i just fell asleep or would you rather like be conscious for those 20 years. I'd, I, I think I would rather not be conscious for those 20 right. years. Right. See, I don't know. I think there could be some... You could find some kind of peace in the consciousness. I don't know which one I would prefer. But you'd get gypped out of a lot of life being in a coma for that long. Yeah. 20 years of coma? Man. I think you would be gypped out a lot. I think the hardest thing I would have a problem with if I was in a coma for 20 years is I already have a really difficult time adapting to technology that's been coming out in the last 10 oh, years. Oh, yeah, no, you just give up. If if I woke up in 20 years, I would be helpless. I, it'd, be, it'd be like watching uh, someone who's a, who's a lot older uh, like try to work an iPhone. Like, I already have a hard time working an iPhone because they didn't come out with emojis until I, <laughs> until I was, like, 23. What is this emoji? I know, and, and there's people that are communicating in emojis. Yeah. They're like, they're like doing full sentences and emojis, and I can only do one or two emojis. Well, they can't, they can't read face. or write, Cam. You know, let's not make fun of these, what? <laughs> these illiterate people who speak in only emoji. Wait, what do you mean? I'm just kidding. Cam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just like, I feel like I would have a particularly hard time waking up in 20 years where I, I just would feel totally incompetent. I can't even work my TV nowadays because my TV has apps on it. Right, just think about how, like, something my brother said to me a long time ago um, was something along the lines of, like, imagine taking a person from, like, the 18th century, the 19th century, mm-hmm. and then just putting them in a movie theater watching Jurassic Park. They'd just be screaming their head off the entire yeah. time. Yeah. They'd be <laughs> losing their minds. Like, terrified, right? Yeah. Like, they would think that they were going to be killed by, by dinosaurs, you know? And so I think that's how we would be as well. Like, we'd wake up and be like, oh, and they'd be like, put on this, or put in this brain chip, and then... You know, we'd be like, ah, 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 you know, things that everyone else is used to. Yeah. That's what I think. But, um, you know, science fiction, write a book about it. I don't know. But yeah, that's, I think about that. And then, um, yeah, like comas and, and this is something I, I wanted to talk about was about comas with, um, if you were like a 10 year old mm-hmm. and then you went into a coma and you weren't conscious for the whole time, you just like, you went into a coma at 10 and you woke up 30 years later and you were 40, how much different would your personality be exclusively based on your own physical growth, right? Yeah. Like, would you be, would you act like an adult? I think you'd act like a 10-year-old. Right. You'd think, right? Yeah. So, like, how much of our our maturity is due to our life experience and how much is due to 
our physical brain maturing. They should... You know the movie uh, 13 Going on 30? Yes, I do know that movie. I bet that I bet a good movie premise would be what you're talking about, where a 10-year-old goes into a coma, and then they wake up. I'm not sure about this, so once again, fact check me, but I think that Robin Williams stars in a movie like that. Really? Yeah, I think. Hmm. I haven't seen it, and I might be making it up as well, <laughs> but I think that's a thing. Because there's been a lot of movies where an older person is adapting a childlike mind. Right, like, yeah, Like yeah. Elf and 13 Going on 30 and whatever the Robin Williams movie is. And those are really good movies. You think so? People love those kind of movies. I know I love those kind of movies. Uh, it, it's, it makes you like kind of remember what it's like to be a kid. And I think it reminds adults that sometimes life is better um, not taking your life so seriously. Like, like I think it's a good That's thing. That's deep, Cam. That's deep. You think so? Yeah, I think so, man. And so, so well, sometimes it's 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 kind of a sadder existence to deny uh, the childlike things. Your like inner if I, child. Yeah, your inner child. Yeah. If I see snow, I want to throw a snowball. Like, how often do I get to go out and throw snowballs, you know? I mean, Saturday, you missed like nine in a row. I didn't say I had to be good at throwing snowballs. And I was uh, harnessing my inner child. Kids aren't very good at throwing snowballs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Although my brother was really good at throwing snowballs. Yeah. Yeah, he gave a lot of people leg noses. Ooh, yeah. wow. He must have been like spitting in the snowball and well, like no, getting he, it he all would, hard. Well, no, he would like find the ice, you know? <laughs> he had like the ability to just pick up ice. So yeah, yeah he would just find the ice balls and once once he has it, you have no ch- no no chance, you know? Just uh, Wow. Yeah. Talk to the neighbors about it. You know, yeah. they, I mean, the parents, especially the parents. <laughs> yeah, they were really upset. Yeah, he laughed, but, uh, you know, they, they didn't find it so funny. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's, um, that's like, yeah, I, I just, I don't understand what's happening in a coma. Is it like uh, sleep paralysis, you know? Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what it feels like a coma would feel like. You've had sleep paralysis before, right? I think I had it one or two times. Yeah, where you, like, wake up, but you can't move yeah. your body? yeah. Yeah, that's that's scary stuff. So imagine that just all all the time, all day. I don't I think see when it when it comes back to the question of what you're talking about on whether I would want to just be knocked out for the whole thing mm-hmm. or if I'd like to be awake, I I can't find a good reason why I would want to be awake. To be the most enlightened man in the world. Yeah. Think what, about what if you did nothing, you didn't work ever right Mm -hmm. you just sat in bed all day let's say you slept eight hours although you probably could sleep less because you're not doing much physical activity you slept eight hours a day 16 hours a day you're just thinking about stuff man 20 years of that you'll be i mean you you, gotta figure it out do you think there's a possibility that you also go crazy definitely yeah yeah i think if you did that for a week you'd go crazy (laughs) but but what you're saying is there's at first, you might be going crazy, and then eventually, if given enough time and the right mindset and just like the right right, if you're Buddha, you got the Zen Zen flow going on, then uh, you end up becoming just as you use the word Zen or uh, just becoming enlightened, okay with your existence. Like that's the only way to get away from being crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the only way to get away from being crazy. Otherwise, like, what will you think about? I mean, unless, you know, someone put on TV in the background all day, 
Then mm. you just have like the master trivia dude. Can you imagine <laughs> waking up from a coma and then going on Jeopardy and just crushing it constantly? People are like, this man hasn't even been awake for 20 yeah. years <laughs> and he is killing. He knows everything. And the working theory is, uh, what, what would even be the working theory? He would have Excellent. to make something up, right? Like, because I mean, he would know, right? I've seen this movie 50 times. I could say it like front and back, you know? Yeah. That, that'd be, uh, That'd be a fun... It would almost feel like they downloaded an encyclopedia in their brain. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch a movie about that, but I would watch an episode of a show about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think they got a good 20 minutes of material out of that I think idea. they do, too. Yeah. Where they, they show up and they just become the trivia master. Yeah. Because the nurses or something, they just like toss National Geographic or something on. Or, yeah, right. Um, I don't, what other... Uh, the History Channel. Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Honestly, I think that would be... Better than like a, a side episode about that, that would be an amazing side character to have in a show. That just would like be. a guy that's like really good at trivia and his backstory is that he was in a coma for 20 years. That's a really good side character for like a goofy show. I think so too. Yeah, put him in scrubs. I think uh, as far as coma, like comatose... <clears throat> personalities it sounds like there could be a whole wide range of options you could have for side characters like whether it's a 10 year old uh who's in a 30 year old body or whether it's the trivia guy i bet you could come up with a whole bunch of different reasonings as to why someone has some very niche personality yeah of course those are the best characters like side characters not main characters yeah yeah that's what i think but yeah so if you decided, would you rather be I think awake the whole time? After or? thinking about it, I would rather be awake the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would rather be awake the whole time. For the possibility of being, <laughs> not for the possibility a of master? I am not good at trivia <laughs> at all. So uh, that's not the reason, although that would be a good perk. It would just be like, you know, I want to be the Zen master. I want to be Buddha. Mm-hmm. I want to wake up and people be like, oh, tell us, enlightened one. And I say, ask me a trivia question. They should ask people in comas. That While were, they're in the comas? No, 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 no. That were awake. <laughs> they should do like a consensus um, among people who were in comas, but they were awake the whole time on what type of environment they want to be in. Like, do they want like trickling water sounds the whole time? Not or, the whole time. Or do they crazy. want like television on? Like, what do they want right. on while? And do they even sleep? Like, if you're in a coma, but you're conscious, do you, you sleep? You gotta sleep. You have to, right? You think so? Yeah, because if your mind's working... Cause, okay, if you, like, did nothing... If you laid in bed all day, but you thought about stuff... Like, let's say you thought about playing chess or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you still sleep at the end of the day, right? Right? What? You'd still sleep. If you never get out of bed, you still sleep. Oh, I would think you sleep, but wouldn't they... If you were in a coma <clears throat> and you slept and were awake, wouldn't they be able to monitor your brain activity on whether you're awake or asleep? Yeah, I think so. Right? Why not? Yeah, so if you're in a coma, mm-hmm. wouldn't they be able to know if you're fully asleep or full, like if you're conscious or unconscious during the coma because they can monitor your sleep awake We're getting activity? in places we don't know anything about. Yeah, hey, we're, if you're... We're, we're yeah. getting into treading dangerous waters. <laughs> if you're a neuroscientist, <laughs> let us know and we'll put you on the show. We'd Seriously. love to talk about that more. Yeah, we would love to talk about that more. Man, now that I'm now that I'm realizing this, we need we need to find some experts because we don't know what we we're don't know anything. About. It's all it's all like theory based <laughs> off of TV, yeah. Right now, 
Like, oh, this part of the brain lights up when a person hears something from their childhood, right? Yeah, like, they don't, we don't even know if people, if you can even monitor people's right. sleep. No. I've seen TV shows, though. I went to college, and I did some studies for, for money. And, you know, so I, I have, like, a rough understanding of what TV portrays, but that's it. That's all yeah. I got. I don't even watch TV, so I only have a rough understanding of what I think is possible at this <laughs> point, so. Right. And I know the brain is an undiscovered place. Yeah? It's the final frontier. Well, that's like space. Space you think is like the final what frontier. What do you think is more undiscovered, the brain or the ocean? The brain. You think so? I think the brain. I, okay, so this is something I've heard. And once again, this is one of those like dumb TikTok facts. Not that I got it from TikTok. Yeah. But like what is equivalent to today's TikTok fact? I got this ten from Ten years like, ago. Yeah, ten Yahoo. years ago. Right, yeah. Some <laughs> Yahoo answer or something like Ask Jeeves or whatever. Um, AOL chat room. <laughs> yeah, something like that. They said that the uh, the humans know more about space than they do about the human brain. And I always said that seems impossible because <laughs> from what I've heard, space is infinite, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you know like 99% of infinity, that's, you know, not anything, right? Yeah. So my thought, that that's, you know, obviously my math is flawed. But, yeah, so... Um, unless the brain is infinite, which, you know, sometimes I think mine is. I'm very, very witty. Yeah? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, no, but that's, so I've heard that said on Yahoo Answers or Ask G's or whatever, and that's always been weird to me, but then I also hear people say the same thing about the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. We know more about space than the ocean. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's, that can't be the case. Wait, why can't that be the case? Because if you go too deep in the ocean, you get crushed by the weight of the ocean. We've been to the moon. That's the furthest place we've been. Oh, as far as <laughs> the entirety of space? <laughs> right, like, yeah, like, I, like me, me wading in waist-deep water is more of the ocean than the moon is to space, right? Like, so, like, dipping yeah, my toe in the ocean. I know. And so, so, like, that, that, that never made sense to me that we know more about the, the space and the... I mean, like, you know, maybe you see really far with, with, uh, with a telescope, but, like, nope. you know, like, that's, that's, that's about it. I, I don't understand the whole comparing the two. Maybe we should we get an about. astrologist here. A, astronomer? An astrologist. <laughs> okay, we could do that. But, they like, can, okay... They but, can tell us all about space. This is also a thing that... that I always thought it was like kind of stupid about the idea of like we know more about this than this. Is like how do you know how much you don't know, right? Like how do you know how, that you don't know a lot about the brain? Maybe we, if we maybe we figured it all out, and there's no more things to figure out. Maybe we figured out the ocean, and there's nothing else to figure out with the ocean. No, that blobfish. Have you seen that blobfish? It looks like a really sad old man. I think so. <laughs> yeah, the, he has like a big nose, <laughs> sad face. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've seen photos of it. There's like a bunch, apparently, a bunch of fish down there that we, we've never seen before. But the blobfish doesn't actually look like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's the adjusting. Oh, underwater? To, yeah. Underwater, it adjusting it to the pressure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when you, when oh, you yank it up, it like explodes, essentially. Oh, I know And that's why the blobfish that. looks like that. That actually makes a ton of sense. Like, if you're thousands of feet underwater. There's tons of pressure. Yeah, you look in. totally yeah. normal. I read a... Uh, a something recently about how they found the first warm-blooded fish oh yeah yeah so there's apparently only mermaid one... no there's 
Mermaids exist? I've been telling people for years. It's not a mermaid. <laughs> it's a merman. It's the first... <laughs> I get it. I get it's, it. Well, uh, it could be. It could... Maybe it thinks like us. Maybe it's a mermaid, like, or a merman, brain-wise, but it's just looks like a fish. <laughs> it just looks like... Man, I hate it has, <laughs> it has It has the uh, head of a fish in the body of a human. Oh, really attractive. That's what I picture, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so they found the first warm-blooded fish in the... I don't, I don't know when, but it, the, what I read made it seem recent. <laughs> it's, I mean, right. <laughs> but recent could mean 20 years ago, so... That's true. That's true. I mean, Wally came out 13 years ago. Wally? Yeah. Yeah, like, 14 like years ago. Like the movie? Now. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm like, that's, Did it? Yeah. Am I getting old? Movies. It came out when I was 14? Yeah, man. Something like that? Yeah. What the heck? But anyway, that that's random. But yeah, that's huh. the fish in the ocean and exploding when they come up to surface pressure and stuff. But anyway, that's that's what I'm thinking. That's all my thoughts. That's all the thoughts I have. We're talking about comas, by the way. I know we don't have to. We can just keep keep rolling with stuff. I know, but I have nothing else to say about the blobfish. Yeah, hey, if you're a listener, uh, give us some some feedback. You can email us or text us or whatever, and uh, just let like, us know. share, subscribe. Yeah, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, and, and I think you can even leave comments in Spotify. I don't know if you can leave. I mean, possibly. You know more than I do. Okay, well, I think I saw something. I'm still on that. Pandora. Yeah, Terrence is listening <laughs> to AOL music. But uh, let, let us know if you want us to stick to the topics or if you want us to just go off into fantasy land on stuff and it's not like it even matters to them right like we're writing the topics so whatever we're talking about is the same as the topics that we're writing about anyway right pretty much we're just coming up with them (laughs) on the fly right yeah but yeah i think that uh for the sake oh this is something i was gonna say um i think that we'd have a much better podcast we'd have much better episodes Mm -hmm. if we didn't spend as much time together as we do I know, I agree. Because we already talk about all the things that, yeah. we, talk, that we, we talk about. So, like, I, I feel like a lot of times I want to reference something that we've done, mm-hmm. and I can't because, you know, only you know that we've done that, right? Give me an example. So, like, I would make, like, an inside juggle or something. I would say something that would be in re- reference to this weekend, something we did this weekend. Callback oh, yeah, joke. yeah. I but I can't make a callback joke because we were together and our audience, our lovely audience, was not together with us. But... If we spent time exclusively together on our podcast, then all of our inside jokes would be podcast inside jokes. Maybe we should just spend all day podcasting. Maybe we should spend all day podcasting. <laughs> Nothing but doing podcasts. We would get really comfortable. 24 hours a day. We get <laughs> 24 hours. No showering. Years. <laughs> we could shower. We could shower. Well, we just have to shower together. During the podcast? Yeah. No breaks. <laughs> just be one long <laughs> no podcast breaks just just straight straight up authentic cameron terrence peaches and cream even sleeping we just leave it on play we just leave it oh, on play that would be a good way to see if we talk to each other in our sleep <laughs> <laughs> we can see we can monitor if we uh if we keep up with the podcast while we're sleeping apparently terrence told me the story that he fell asleep next to someone and they were talking to each other in their sleep because they used to have a radio show. And yeah. they were doing, like, their opening section or something. Well, yeah, back in the day, I used to be on the radio. Uh, I had a morning show called Spalletti and Lewis in the morning. 
And me and Spalletti and our friend went to a concert in St. Louis and we were staying at her parents' house. We all went to sleep in the basement. But Spalletti and I fell asleep before the third person. And in the morning, the third person was like, you guys were talking to each other in your sleep the same way you guys talk on the radio. So essentially, we were just doing a break the way that we normally would do a break on the radio, just in our sleep. So that's, that's, that's how, uh, you know, good we are at... We were actually real, really trash. Or how mindless your radio <laughs> show was. That's how mindless our radio show was, yeah. Uh, we, we did a segment that we should do, though. We yeah? Should, yeah, we used to do celebrity birthdays. Uh-huh. We'd just look up whose birthday it was that day, and we would just talk about them. <laughs> so, really? yeah, we should do celebrity birthdays. Huh. Hey, look up, a, look up celebrity birthdays today. What day is it today? January 31st? Yeah, I'll try to, I'll try to entertain everyone. With, like, tap dancing or... <laughs> while I'm looking it up? Yeah, while, while you're looking it up. Cameron can't tap dance. There's no way. I can't tap dance, but I could try to tap dance. I mean, I'm sure you could try... Anyone can try to tap dance. <laughs> celebrity birthdays. Oh, it looks like there were no celebrities born today. Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm still Googling. <laughs> um, but um, the thing is, with doing celebrity birthdays with you, is you don't know any celebrities. So... We're going to see if that makes it more fun or not. Today's birthday. Let's see. Um, Justin Timberlake. Oh, oh wow. He's awesome. He, uh, he makes really good music. That guy's pretty good. And he's, he's number four behind three people. I don't know who they are. We're getting old, Cam. He's number four. He's, he's number four. Else. I'm going to say these names, and you're going to be like, oh, never heard of those people. Yeah, right. I'm a, and they're probably listening because we got all these celebrity I, listeners. I know every celebrity. Do you know Josh Richards? Number one, Josh Richards, born today. More cele- more famous than Justin Timberlake. I don't know him. Of course you don't. Do you know Nikita Dragoon? No. How about how are these people more famous how about than Justin Brooke Timberlake? Monk. I'm looking at their pictures and I don't recognize There's them. No <laughs> way. There's no way. There's no They're way. out of sorts. There's, no, there's Google, no way. Google is promoting them or something. No, it's not Google. It's famousbirthdays.com. <laughs> anyway, JT. I want to wish you a happy birthday. Yeah, we're going to... The um, other people screw them, but JT... JT, we're thinking about having you on the podcast. I know you've been reaching out. <laughs> and since it's your birthday, we might give you the opportunity to, to come in and, and, you know, sing for us a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Cry just, me a river Just let like us that. know. Cry me, cry me a river. Yeah. I like... There's the suit and tie. Suit Man, and he's tie. got so many of he's, them. He's a... I mean, yeah. He's got every... Actually, it's almost time for his meme. It's going to be May, you know? He has a meme? Yeah, he has a meme that returns every year since the origin of memes. Have you not seen the It's Going to Be May meme? No, man. So, so you know the song, like, It's Going to Be Me, right? It's going to be oh, May. B- b- wait, I b- think so. Right. Well, anyway, he says, It's going to be May. Like, that's how he says me. And so, like, at the oh, end of April. Oh, yeah, he April, does say it like that. At the end of April, there's a picture. That's like, a, is that an NSYNC song? Yeah. Okay. And so, at the end of April, that meme, like, flies around the internet. It's going to be May. <laughs> it's uh, going to be May. And he has the uh, ramen noodle haircut. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sorry, JT. I'm sorry about making fun of you, bro. Yeah, we invite him on our show and Just then continue trash on him. <laughs> and then roast him for He's the like, next He's like, who time. are you guys, even? We're just like, peaches and cream. Biggest podcast in Indiana. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, it's gonna be May. Pod, it's the meme is coming. Ramen noodle hair. It's all it's all there. Yeah, watch out for those watch out for those memes. Anyway, happy birthday, JT. Big shout out. <laughs> all right. Moving on to the second topic. Yeah, well, there's been on. a lot of topics, but second official topic. Alright, so this is where we're gonna rank our five senses. 
Okay, so the ranking of the five senses isn't like which ones you like the most, but uh, here we go a little bit nerdy. In Dungeons and Dragons, the way it works is that you have like your stats or whatever, like your strength and your like charisma or whatever. And at the beginning of the game, when you make your character, you roll, and then you, let's say you get a 20 and a 15. Then you say, I want my strength to be higher, so I put a 20 on my strength and a 15 on my charisma. So you have worse charisma than strength. We're going to do that kind of thing for senses. So I'm going to give you the numbers already. So we have a, let's say, a 100%. I, no, hold on. I say if we do this, we should have one of them be like a super sense. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? Like I, see what I you're can saying. choose I have I have to eliminate one, but then I also get to make one of them be like Okay, okay. So we'll do super duper. We'll do like 200%. Uh-huh. We'll do 100%, which is just like the normal like normal like the the best you can get. And then we'll do like 60%, 40%, 20% and yeah. Does that put us at 5? Yeah. So two hundred percent, one hundred percent, sixty, forty, twenty. Well, we I think we should have zero. Okay, we'll I'll do zero. We'll do sixty, forty, zero. Sixty, forty, zero, right. hundred, two hundred. Yeah, sixty, forty, zero, one hundred. I hope this is clear to everyone. It feels clear to me. It's clear to me. <laughs> I've, we've established the terms. Right, right. Okay. So, which sense are you putting at the two hundred percent? Am I going first? Uh, Who's going first? You go first. You go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Well, now I got to think about it. All right, I'll let I'll go first, but I'm gonna say also, um, well, just in addition, Cameron is has a special case with this because he's half deaf. He can't hear in one ear, so he has. Um, I'm already at fifty percent. Yeah, he's already at fifty percent with one of his senses, um, and you know I I wear glasses, so I'm not a hundred percent with my eyesight. But let's see, if I had two hundred percent, it wouldn't see. It definitely wouldn't be smell. Right, like that's. <laughs> there's too many things that could go wrong. Yeah, <laughs> there's I, there's like, too many things that like, could go wrong. Wow, that guy, <laughs> that guy on the other side of the office must have farted. Right, yeah. There's too many things that could go wrong with the sense of smell. Um, you might even you might be like a dog, like you could identify people by their smell. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which would be cool, but also not that cool, you know? Because like, like walking around, and be like, man, I can't believe that neighbor guy keeps peeing on this mailbox. Right. Well, because I think to myself, like, I think even with my sense of smell, which is not the best, I have like probably eighty percent smell, and even still, I can like people have cleared me out of a room with smells. <laughs> so like, if I had two hundred percent smell. Oh, man, it would be unbearable to be around certain people. Oh, yeah. So, uh, definitely not smell for, for sense one. I'm thinking maybe, like, well... And then, would touch make me feel pain more? I think so. Because <sighs> there's, no, there's no downside but say, stuff. But that also means that if you see, look at the sun, it's twice as bright, maybe? That's, that may be true. And but there's, like, not nearly as many downsides to sight and... and hearing and then if you but then if it's hearing like if you're at a loud concert you're you might have reverse to show hearing up. aids you might yeah you might have to show up with headphones <laughs> right. or like or like sound suppression well there's people like that are on the spectrum that are already like super sensitive to sound in that way mm-hmm. and they have those like um those dampening headphones um oh i so so 200 would be like a gift and a curse for all your senses yep but more of a curse <clears throat> for nose though although like <laughs> imagine walking through like a field of flowers That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be pretty sweet. And plus, like, I, I, this last weekend, I was walking by somewhere and I smelled like a the restaurant. Waffles? 
Well, oh my gosh, I smelled the waffles, like there was a, a waffle hut, and I was also smelled like some restaurant was cooking steak or something, Yeah, and it just, oh man. Yeah, see, that would be enough to change your pants, Cam, walking past that with super senses. Yep, that would be enough. So, I mean, this is a tough one. I don't know what I would want at 200%. Maybe... Okay, well, my question is, what would my lifestyle be? What do you mean? You get to choose your lifestyle. What do you mean? What would I don't choose your lifestyle? Like you're saying, you're saying that I would just be who I am now. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're would, not a superhero. We're okay, not, okay. We're okay. not dropping you in Gotham. All right. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> well, if I'm not in Gotham, I think my uh, super or my two hundred percent. Okay. Would probably be. Okay, I have touch. <laughs> I have touch, smell, taste. See, touch, smell, and taste, I don't... Touch... I think I'm going to put touch at zero. You're going to put touch at zero? Are you um, insane? Maybe I am insane. Because does that mean I feel pain? It means you feel, don't feel pain. I don't feel any pain. You don't feel any pain. No pain? No pain. I think I might go touch at zero. Okay, you go That's touch like at zero. That's like a superpower. Oh, except like you break your arm <laughs> right, and you don't exactly. even know. You don't even that's, know that you That's like a disease <laughs> that people don't feel their pain. Like, people will have their hand on the stove that's hot and well, don't the know. Same, it's the same if you can't see or hear or I other know, things. That's I know. also a downside. Man, this is a tough one. I didn't think that this question would be that tough. Like, I thought about it I earlier. I think it was because we put one at 200%. Yeah, the, I think that's, the when, I think that's the, a game yeah. changer. That's tough. Let's say... I think if I'm going to go zero, I might go... <laughs> the thing is, I'm debating am I putting smell at either zero or 200%. Like I, I don't, I don't want to put it anywhere between, because like it I, seems like a throwaway if it's not two hundred. I think I have to put smell at. Well, then you wouldn't be able to smell yourself if you. You'd just have to make sure you shower. Which all the I time. mean, I don't ever smell bad because I shower once a day and use deodorant. <laughs> so like, it's not like that is an issue I run into. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put smell at zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me, me too, me too. Yeah. You're going to put smell at zero? I'm going to put smell at zero. Where are you going to put touch? 20? 40? It's zero, 40, I'm gonna 60, put, I'm going to put touch at 20. 40. 40. Yeah, right. Just because I need to have a little bit of touch in order to know if I'm currently dying. Right, right, right. That's that's fair. That's actually like probably what I was thinking. That's the only reason. Like I, can, I, I think I can live without the benefits of like – a massage feeling good or something. I feel like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get you. I, I, I mean, I get you what you're saying. I don't know if I can live without that, though. Like, a, a nice back scratch would be uh, something that would be well missed, you know. Um, shoulder massage. One of those things that touches your head. The little head scratchers. The things that uh, make you... Uh, what You said it, like, paralyzes yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, you could... Yeah, that, that head scratcher thing. That... <laughs> That could be you'd be missing out on that for by sixty. I think I think I'm upgrading touch to sixty. I think I'm upgrading touch to sixty. Yeah, okay. I think I'm gonna put touch at sixty. Is I think I might put touch at a hundred. I'm not putting touch at two hundred. I'm not oh, putting it at two hundred. You'd be pretty like. Okay, I'm gonna be touch at sixty at a hundred. I'm gonna put sight at sixty. You're gonna put sight at sixty. People glasses, bro. And I could put hearing at forty and do hearing aids. There's no, like, extra smell thing. 
<laughs> There's no nothing I can wear in my nose to make my smell better. You know? Alright, well we're we're going under the assumption that you can't like like you have a hearing a type of hearing loss that hearing aids can't help. Oh no. And you have a type of eyesight loss. Like I don't know if glaucoma or something does that. Like it just makes it foggy. You know what I mean? Uh, so see. so it does it's not. So you like just like a, have a barrier sixty yeah. percent of the distance that you would be able to see. Yeah. Uh, okay. So okay, and that's I'm still going the same. Well, not way. just distance. Even if it's up close, like you gotta like squint a bit. You know. I think I'm gonna if time reading. I think I have my layout right now. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go smell two hundred percent. What is wrong with you? Smell two hundred percent. You are a sick animal. <laughs> Smell 200%. I'm going to go hearing 100%. Touch 60%. Taste 40%. Sight 0%. If if I'm choosing, yeah. That's where I'm going. I don't believe you. That's where I'm going. I've made my decision. Decision made. Decision made. Mine would probably look the opposite. I'd put smell at zero. Oh, man. I, I could put, be a, a hound sniffing dog with super that superpower. I know. My you could bet my but house would be, be the best smelling house. But you'd ever. be blind and you'd be running into things. No, I wouldn't. People use echolocation all the time. That's not that. No, 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 no. The, the, those people you can only get echolocation if you're at hearing two hundred. What? Yeah. That is not a rule. People with hearing one hundred, regular I'm people. I'm making. You the don't rule. get to make that rule. Because I still have to navigate around the world. Like, you're, like, saying, like, oh, well, blind people just can't no, move you gotta, anymore. No, you got to use a stick. You got to use I a stick. I can use a stick. I'll use a stick. That's fine. But I'm still echolocation. I'm still clicking. All right, fine, fine. You can do that. I'm, I'm putting smell at zero. I'm going with touch it 40. I'm going with, uh, what do I have left? You only use two. I'm going with, t- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with taste it 60. I'm going with. Hearing at 100, and I'm going with eyesight at 200. I might switch my taste and my my vision. I might do t- vision 40 and taste zero. Tasted zero? Have you ever tasted something that was amazing? <laughs> yeah, that's why. And you want dieting is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I would have a. I would be the most ripped person eating just paste all day. It Only would, nutrition. It would be a perfect superpower. macros. Having tasted zero. Yes, per- perfect macros every week. You'd be eating only uh, cabbage and yeah. People, what did you carrots. eat for, for for lunch today, Terrence? I I ate uh, you know unseasoned chicken with broccoli Liver. and yeah. I just you know whatever is the healthiest thing. Mm-hmm. I'm eating that. I'm getting perfect nutrition every day. That's actually genius. Living in the year 3000. Having better taste is a hindrance. Yeah, I don't know how you could apply that to a, a superpower. I'm thinking of all this. The superpower like... is not having <laughs> taste. I'm both a superpower smeller and a superpower eater. So that's that's about what I'm thinking. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. I just wanted my eyesight at 200 because I wanted to be the world's greatest bird watcher. And I wouldn't need oh. binoculars. I'd be like a hawk where like I could just see things at 200 yards. Oh, man. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I would smell you coming from a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite a mile away. But yeah, no. Yeah, I think... So, to, to reiterate, I think my five, 200% smell, 100% hearing, 
uh, what was <laughs> touching forty percent, uh, tasting zero percent. No, forty percent vision, zero percent taste. That's mine. And uh, yeah, please let us know what yours is, because this is this became a much more uh, difficult conversation than I expected it to be. Yeah, let us know what yours is. Shoot, shoot one of us a text or an email or. I thought it would be a, a much more straightforward dis- discussion, but turned into be a complicated thought process yeah well we're gonna move on to our sponsor and uh stick around and then we're gonna move into we got some really juicy topics here i want to call them juicy make make sure (laughs) make sure to stick around for them all right we're gonna take a second to thank our sponsor sign of four brewing a chicago-based brewing company they make delicious personalized beer and if you need any help with that, just give us a, a ring or a, an email or a text, and we can put you in contact with our our uh, person. Yep. And we have a personal representative. His name is Connor. And just shout out to Connor and his family because they're, they're always supporting the podcast, and they're always providing beer. They do beer for, like, huge events. They, they have kegs, and you can get anything you want. It really is a fantastic business, and it just it it's like local beer that it tastes right, like it just tastes correct. It doesn't taste like there's uh, commercialized chemicals in it. Whenever I drink um, beer that is kind of like a nationwide commercialized beer, it just something about it tastes off. It just feels like it was made in a plant or in like a manufacturing plant, and so. Uh, yeah, I mean, the beer is amazing. If you need large quantities, kegs, uh, sometimes even bottles of Sina Four Breweries beer, let us know. It, it really is some of the best beer you can get out there. It's it's the golden nectar. So The golden nectar. Not to mention, it's an award-winning beer with awards from FarmFest 2019, 2020, and 2021. They're going to be competing again in 2022's FarmFest. And, uh, you know, we have high hopes that they'll take home the prize again. Well, uh, it looks like there haven't been any competitors <laughs> that have signed up. Well, there's been there's competitors, <laughs> there but, it, been any competitors. but it doesn't look like there's any competitors that can take the take the crown jewel here. It doesn't look like for 2022 there's going to be anyone that's going to be able to outdo them this year. So we're, we're we'll keep you guys updated when when Farm Fest comes around, but. Right now, it, it looks like they're best in show. It, I mean, as far best as all show. the beers I've tasted around town, so. So, yeah, sign up for Brewing Company. Let us know if you're interested in getting your hands on some of that. All right, now we're on to our next topic. And this one um, has inspired the plot of many movies. It is what Wedding is it? Crashing. Oh, Wedding Crashing. Namely, the movie Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Uh, that's a movie that's been inspired by Wedding Crashing. So you have any uh, immediate thoughts, anything that jumps out to you about Wedding Crashing, Cam? I want to do that at one point in my life. Right. I think we're getting away from it, too. Although, although... No, I feel like the older you are, the, the easier it yeah, might get to be. Yeah. yeah, I definitely feel like at, at, if I am looking anywhere under the age of 40, it's it's not possible. It's definitely possible. Well, you have well, to go possible, to huge ones, yeah. huge ones, huge weddings. Yeah. You can't sneak into like a 20-person wedding. I just, I feel like... You would immediately be, like, found. Right. Yeah. I, but I think I think so too. Like, as at forty. So do you think? Would you go with someone or not with someone? Like, like you're what's gonna the do it strategy? alone. What's alone? the strategy? Like one person? 
you're definitely got to go with, with someone. You think so? Yeah. So someone else can confirm, but you act like you don't know him, and so if you get caught, you're no, like, hey, you can, dude, like, you can act like you up. know, but you need at least like I think that if you go somewhere to a wedding and you literally know no one, like you're talking to no one, yeah, that will be weird. Uh huh. Whereas if you're with like a person, even if no one knows either of you. At least you're talking to someone, so it looks like you should be there. You probably have to look really, <coughs> really like you're blending in. Right. No no white suits. If you, Yeah, if you have any type of distinct uh, characteristic in clothing or hats or something, I feel like people are going to know. What do you think? Well, okay, so the thing I don't know, I don't, I don't know how you get around. Every wedding I've ever been to... Like, you can't be unreasonably attractive or unreasonably unattractive. Like, you have I guess to... I can't go. <laughs> guess, guess this won't work out for me. Like, you just have to look like <coughs> someone that no one will remember. Right. I, like, I want to be, be in wedding pictures. Like, I want them to say, you know, at the end of the wedding, I want them to say, like, all right, the Johnson family, everyone get around the Johnson family. I want to be in that picture. And I want them to look in the wedding photos when they have them and be like, Wait, there, we have black people in our who, family? Who is that guy again? <laughs> right, that's what I want. Wait, I thought he was on your side. Right. I want to be in both the family photos. I want to be the connector, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think that what would make it most difficult is, like, the assigned seating at the receptions. That that you have to come in after that. You have to come in after the assigned seating. you got to slide in after, after, after the, uh, like, cake is cut. You gotta slide in after the cake is cut. Yeah. But I want to go to the I want to do the whole shebang. Oh, I bet you can go to the wedding part. I bet you can go to oh, like definitely. the open wedding part where they get actually get married. But I think once you get into the assigned seating, I think you don't have a chance. I think okay, this is the strategy. Yeah. Hear me out. I think you go to the wedding part. You make somewhat of a small scene. I you're totally right. Right? You you might like stand you might be the first person standing when the bride enters the room, so everyone sees you stand and then be based on that they stand, you know? So uh maybe that but you just be seen at the wedding part, then you sneak in after the I was thinking more along the lines of like tripping and falling and like taking a couple people out on accident. Taking a couple people out? <laughs> no, you don't want anything where you have to give your name to a doctor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think you just need to be like you know maybe talk to the people around you maybe keep looking back for the bride make sure everyone behind you can see your face mm-hmm. and then sneak in after the after the um the, the the cake is cut that has to be the method yeah that definitely is the method yeah I think so I think we could do that it would be it would take some real uh, cajones. But, um, to make an attempt at it? Yeah. <laughs> to make it... It would not be that hard to sneak into just the wedding part, like you said. That wouldn't be scary, but it would be going into, like, a venue. Do you think it would be easier or harder if your partner in crime was of the same sex as you or the opposite sex? Like, if you went... Same sex, you... they wouldn't question you, I don't think. Like, if me and you went, people would be like, Oh, no. I don't know. We've already, like, yeah. we've already been questioned. At a wedding where we knew people? Yeah, we were invited to a wedding and people thought we were crashing. So, I would imagine that so if we were actually go, crashing. You'd have to go with your wife or your girlfriend or something. You wouldn't have to, but that would be easier. You think it'd, you think it'd be more smooth? Mm-hmm. Because I think if we went together, we'd have to play the card of, like, you're a cousin and I'm a friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm your plus one. Your plus one ca- canceled last minute. Oh, okay, okay. And I, uh, I was in town or something like that. Yeah. So um, that's the way we'd have to play it. 
We couldn't both be family members. It would be too obvious. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's my question. At your wedding, mm-hmm. if you found someone that was crashing, mm-hmm. what would you do? I would take him to the back alley. And then I would beat him up. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Um, if I found someone crashing at my wedding, uh, I would honestly talk to him. I would interview him. I wouldn't want to know what's going on. If they do this a lot, can I join them next time? Yeah. I think that would be an easy strategy to, to get. Find an expert? Yeah, find someone that's like. Well, this doing guy it. is clearly not an expert because he got caught. Yeah, well, you know, I, I wouldn't kick him out. I definitely wouldn't kick him out. I don't, I don't think I'd kick him out. I mean, it, I think it depends, but if he's causing a scene, maybe, but if, yeah, they, right. if I mean, they seem like they're pretty cool. No, if, if my brother's causing a scene, he's getting kicked out, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be crashing my wedding to get kicked out. You, you can get kicked out for other reasons, but if, if there's like a cool guy that's like crashing my wedding, cool. I'm like, yeah, party, man. Let's, this is why I'm, I'm doing this. I, I paid for this stuff. So yeah, let's, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, might as well have people enjoy it. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I would love to, to attempt to crash a wedding. Where would you want to crash a wedding? Like you if you had to where? choose. Because I'm thinking like the movie wedding crashes. They go to these like beautiful locations. And they crash like a senator's wedding or something like that. Some politician's wedding. Or a judge. I forget. Um, but I would love to do like crash a wedding in like Hawaii or Mexico. Mexico would be awesome. I don't speak Spanish. So it might be hard for me to crash one in Mexico. Well, it would be like a destination wedding. An American okay, family okay, destination wedding in Mexico. And <laughs> and then they're like, you know, who brings a suit to Mexico, right? Who, what kind of American brings a suit to Mexico? They obviously belong here. No one's crashing mm. a wedding oh, in Mexico. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're so it right. might even be more of a... It might be an advantage. Yeah. I'd like to... Okay, so as far as a venue goes, I think just like your standard, like, event center wedding would be the easiest place to crash a wedding. Yeah? Yeah, I don't think people are paying too much attention at those things. See, the only thing I'm saying, I think about that is, like, there has to... If, I feel like multiple rooms have to be available to, like, walk around it. Because, yeah. like, at the wedding that people thought we were crashing, it was just, like, one big room. And there was, like, nearly 200 people. But still, people thought <laughs> we were crashing. And my thought is, if there's, like, multiple rooms and, like... I think that... What, what do you think the minimum amount of people you would need... To be able to successfully crash. A hundred. You think that a hundred... You think you could crash a hundred? Seventy-five. You think you could crash a seventy-five? No, a hundred. I was going to say, because the bride and groom would know, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, at that point... Nah, it'd, it'd be... It'd have to be one thirty. Right, you, you need to get... I think you might need to get into the high hundreds. So, like, 175, 200, something like that. Yeah. Something where you know that the bride and groom didn't invite everyone themselves. Right? Yeah, like, I think you're right. At my wedding, I could hypothetically invite 100 people. Mm-hmm. Myself. I could t- myself invite 100 people and know every person that was coming to the wedding. Yeah. But, like, at 200... Yeah, you'd be like, who is that? I right. looked at the guest list, dude. <laughs> right, right. Like, I made the guest list. Right, exactly. So you need to get to, like, a point where you know, where you can almost feel confident that the parents invited people and force them on the, the the guest list, you know? This is making me think, do you think someone crashed my wedding and uh, no one knew about Like, I just did. I just don't know to this day. It's very po- <laughs> Your wedding would have been a perfect wedding to crash. You think so? Yes. What, what characteristics do you think lead you to that conclusion? Well, if someone knew you, right? Like, so you, 
did not know everyone in your wedding. I know that you didn't know everyone in your wedding. There was like times when we'd be walking around. And first of the guy that gave no, me No, I think I knew everyone at our wedding. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Somebody at your wedding told me that it was the, the, the speech I gave was the best speech he's ever heard. Yeah. And for the life of me, I could not find anyone that knew who that guy was. Maybe that was the guy. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe, maybe that was the guy. Maybe he was crashing the wedding. Someone was like, oh, I think he's a cousin. And that's the vibe you want to be in. That's exactly the lane you want to stay in. You're right. I think he's a cousin. And uh, you had a lot of people at your wedding. And you're also from two families that are like, you know, oh, you need to invite these people. Oh, you need to invite these people. So your wedding is a good wedding. I think maybe this might be something. Maybe we should crash weddings. I mean, hypothetically. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> maybe we would crash a wedding that um, that people... That would be a high high end wedding, like where the parents are very well known. Like, look for weddings of children of powerful parents. Maybe that's why the movie Wedding Crashers. That's what <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Like, look for weddings in the newspaper, things like that. There's weddings in the newspaper. That's how they found out about it in Wedding Crashers. Once again, no one my entire basis of reality is TV. So if it if it happened on TV and it doesn't happen in reality, well. I just think it does. No one is putting their wedding in a newspaper. Someone might, or online or something. I bet it's on Twitter. Twitter, fine. Actually, actually, you know what? In today's day and age, people are making uh, johnandtammywedding.com. Right, we could just go on the com <laughs> and find weddings every weekend. We, we could, like, geolocate, like, right. write a script that's like, look for all weddings in this area. right. We could for do these we could, dates. One hundred percent. You could look for weddings by dates. It'll tell you the reception time, where you're going to, or where the wedding is. They'll give you every single detail. Photos of bride and groom and all the bridesmaids. Like, oh yeah, I'm friends with the uh, yeah, exactly. bridesmaid you Lauren. Can... Uh, yeah, you just study up a little bit. They have full bios of the bridal party. Yeah, easy, easy. We should do this. This is starting to become more re- Yeah, we're bringing it together. Yeah. You can't get arrested for this, right? <laughs> you know, I would imagine you'd only be able to get kicked out. <laughs> the police aren't like, you know, you broke the law. Like, because trespassing is only trespassing if you don't leave when they tell you to leave. Yep. So if they tell us to leave... Or if they leave, have a sign right. that says you're not allowed here. Right. So I think they would just kick you out. Right, exactly. There'd be no problem. Worst case scenario... We'd have to have a, a DD, though, ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, someone on standby. Yeah. I feel like you could get your ass kicked, though. See, that's what you think, but have you even met me, Cam? I doubt it. I've met you. I'm throwing some blows. Uh, uh, uh. I know you might be able to hold your own, <laughs> but trust me, if I get into a fight, there's a 10 out of 10 chance I'm going to lose. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that they're going to fight not... you. No one's going to fight at a... Well, I've been at a wedding where there's been a fight, but... That was a Mexico wedding, and there was a lot of people. And it was also, like, 4 in the morning. Yeah. And we're not staying that late, so... I mean, ideally, we do stay that late, <laughs> but, but we're probably not. Um, but, yeah, the the best... Like, the, the bride and the groom aren't going to fight, right? It's their wedding day. <laughs> They're not going to get in a fight with the guy that was Hey, crashing. man, there's people that get in plenty of fights on their wedding night. Yeah, but I think the only people that are fighting are the people that are like, No, I'm staying here. <laughs> like... <laughs> If someone says, hey, you don't belong here, you need to leave, me, I'll be like, all right, one more drink. Nah, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll leave. I'll, I'll get out. 
Um, and then we would just go find the next wedding on the knot. Right, exactly. We'd have a queue. We'd make our way, yeah. What if we made an app, like a phone app, that just told you where the nearest wedding was? I think we would be shut down. <laughs> I, th- I think that, that we, would, we would be kicked off the app store very rapidly. Yeah, I don't think that would fly. We could do a Twitter account that does it, though. We could do a Twitter account that does it. There's a Twitter account that tells people... This is crazy for me. Mm-hmm. There's a Twitter account that tells you when celebrities take off and land air- airplanes. That's creepy. Yeah. That, that's the big news right now is that Elon Musk, like, tweeted at them, like, hey, I'll give you $5,000 if you exclude me from this list. And people are like, oh, you want to pay him? And he's like, I'd rather not be killed by a crazy person in the airport. Yeah. Right? Like, that makes – and people are really, like, upset, I guess, with Elon Musk for this. And I'm like – I wouldn't be upset. Dude, I, I encourage Elon Musk to give him $20,000 to have him kick the – Kicked off the list. If Elon Musk wanted to give him a million dollars to shut the whole service down, I'd be down with that too. Right, but people, yeah, people are like, extort him. You know, like people are really like, yeah, do it. And I'm like, extort who? Elon Musk. You know, like, (laughs) charge him for everything he's worth. See, the thing is, is I don't think Elon Musk cares that much. Right. Because he only offered him $5,000. Well, okay, so I think that's a, that's a matter of, like, leverage, right? Like, just because Elon Musk has a billion dollars doesn't mean he's going to give you $10,000 for your bottle of water. I know, I'm just saying, <laughs> if he was desperate, he would have fixed that problem immediately. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I yeah. think the fact that he's just like, eh, I'll give you 5000 if you just exclude me from this. Right. But yeah, that's a... Uh, so we could tweet out weddings and uh, charge, you know, charge brides and grooms. To take their wedding <laughs> off the list. <laughs> I think we, we have be, a profitable, yeah. profitable idea in the works. We would be the biggest villains. Oh, I, I don't would. imagine that going well at all. I mean, it wouldn't go well, like, personality-wise. If we were in a video games, we'd get a lot of bad guy points. But money-wise, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't see why. We'd be retired. All we have to do is, like, target, like, celebrities' children. <laughs> Boom. We're in. We're in the money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Huh. Sorry if this gives anyone an idea. I, yeah, I, I, I really hope nothing comes of this. We wake up tomorrow and everyone's wedding is... Oh, no. Hey, you what know what? If I you done? make an app on this, if you make an app from this idea, just throw us throw us a sponsorship or something. We'll, we'll sponsor your app. Yeah. Yeah, no, we won't. But... I do request that my wedding does get tweeted, even if I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> I want everyone there. You just want a huge party? Did you? Okay, this you're, is... But, but the only way you're going to get around that is if you make the uh, the bar not an open bar. You make it a cash bar. Yeah, right. And then yeah, you yeah, have yeah. the bar You have the bar pay you for throwing the party. Oh, yeah. And getting them all the money. <laughs> Generating revenue. Rev- There's actually this um, this story in Mexico that I'm really surprised isn't famous here yeah. i don't remember all the details oh i think i heard about this i think i know what you're talking about i don't remember actually practically any of the details yeah except for that it was their this these parents that were throwing a quinceanera for their yep. daughter yeah and like yeah. everyone in mexico showed up yeah i remember like, this tens of thousands of people showed up for this girl's quinceanera and it became like the most famous party that's ever been thrown in mexico I heard about that and was I watched it, a little dude, documentary. Someone said it was like Project X, like real life. Essentially, or yeah, but yeah. it was like outside, and they had it was like it was crazy the amount of people. It looked like those old pictures of Woodstock. It looked like that, yeah, just for a quinceanera, like this, like fifteen wow. year old girl in a pink dress and a tiara, you know. So did people just 
bring was it BYOB? I mean, how do you even? I, was, I, I wouldn't even know how you would. It wasn't. It was an outdoor event, so it was yeah. just a huge field of people, and like it spread around the internet. That sounds a lot like Farm Fest. Yeah, except for you know more than seven people. Farm Fest is <laughs> Farm Fest is the event of the year. It's enormous. We got a whole field of people. A field of corn. There, there's more ears than you can count out there. There are, there are more ears. <laughs> there are tens of thousands of ears at Farm Fest. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's. I would be interested in trying to crash a wedding. Do it. Oh, I, a, I, a I whole nine be, yards. I wouldn't just be interested in crashing a wedding. I would. I would definitely. You will make an see attempt. me at your wedding. <laughs> no, I will definitely make an attempt at crashing a wedding one day. You know what? I'm just not going to invite you to my wedding. Deal. And then you can crash. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be great. Um, future wife, sorry. Cameron's going to be really drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to show up. But um, yeah, that's. I'd be. I'd be interested to try. All right. All right, let's All right, move on yeah, to the next topic. Yeah, we're moving on. We're moving on. Am I, am I going for this one? Yeah. I mean, I went for the last one, so you got this one. All right. This is zombie or robot apocalypse. Yeah, which one do you, which one do you think is... Uh, so set, we, set the terms for me. What kind of robots? Are I they mean, like... Are they dumb robots? Wh- are they dumb robots? Or are they like killer robots with like giant machine guns and... Well, they have to be somewhat killer, right? You can't have an apocalypse with just a bunch of dumb robots. Like, but we have more what, toasters than there are people. What I'm saying is, like, to what degree are these robots robots? I mean, we had to decide for both robots. I think you just equivalent, like, what is, what's the word I'm looking at? Equate. You, you mm. just equate the zombies and the robots, right? Are they smart zombies? Are they athletic zombies? Are they running fast? The only thing is, like, definitely zombies aren't using guns. We know that. Yeah. The robots might be using something. But but robots can't turn you into zombies and stuff. No, like they can biting. just kill you. Like right. you actually have to like like you can't get infected. If you get bitten by a zombie, then like you turn into a zombie. Right, yeah. But That's if not you get if you get shot in the arm by a robot, yeah. You're you're making it. You lost an arm, yeah. I might have to go with zombies. Yeah, I think I would go with robots. Why would you go with robots? Why would you go with zombies? I'd go with zombies because I feel like the capability of robots, I, th- I feel like, one, they have, like, locked-on targeting systems. Like, if I got into a fight with a robot, I'd, like, <laughs> I, I would swing a metal pipe at a robot, and they would just grab it, and then they would grab my neck and just crush me in half. Like, I, I would... Yeah, right. The, like, the hydraulic power of their <laughs> arms, they could just, like, rip my arm off, you know what I mean? Like, right, it yeah. Wouldn't, it would just be completely ridiculous. Yeah. It wouldn't even be fair. But a zombie, I like uh, if I'm facing a zombie, I at least know that their athletic capability is almost limited by them also being a human. Yeah, I mean, to one degree or another. Right, right. Yeah. 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 And so it's not like they would just be able to have like if if a robot had a gun, and they had some type of super high tech artificial intelligence. They could use a very simple weapon, like maybe a, a throwing axe, and hit me at 100 yards <laughs> running away, right? right? right, right, right or yeah. a throwing knife at 1,000 yards yeah. or something. Like, they, they would just have this, like, totally ridiculous um, ability to just hunt me down and kill me. Right. 
uh, where I would just want to give up at that point. But if it was a zombie apocalypse, I feel like I could at least try to evade them. Yeah, I think... um, I think... I choose robot because it, it essentially comes down to this, right? Mm-hmm. You're not making it out. You're, you're going you're gonna to die in most scenarios. I don't know, man. I do. <laughs> you, th- you think you can take a billion zombies, Cam? No, I'm, I think and that... And that's only one-seventh of that, the world. <laughs> I think that 10,000 humans could take on a million zombies, potentially. You think? Maybe. Well, this is the issue that you run into, Cam. Sparta, those guys did it. No, they didn't. Remember, they lost. That's how the movie is. They, they, they lose. That's great. That's a great, great feeling and all, but they lose at the end. But they did a good job. Not only do they lose, but, like, the thing that zombies have is that you might have 10,000 people, but once you go down, down to, like, 9,999, they have one more zombie, you know? So, so like... Yeah, they turn, yeah, they turn the tide. Yeah, they turn it. So you're going to lose, I think... Like, zombie movies really make it feel like you, you have a chance, but in reality, there's no, there's no way... Like, you get scratched by a zombie, you get bit by a zombie, you're a zombie, you know? Not only are you a zombie, but, like, you have to deal with all these zombies, and they just keep growing in, in number, you know? Think about COVID, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. everyone got COVID. Just, yeah. like, all over the place. No matter how hard you tried to avoid it, you got COVID. You got it. If you were out, <laughs> you got it. Now, imagine that that turned people into zombies. <laughs> Boom. Now no, but this is this isn't like airborne infectiousness. This is like you humans. Know, they gotta you bite down. you. They gotta bite you. Bite you or scratch you. Yeah. Yeah. And but that's their whole goal, bro. Their whole every zombie. That's all they want to do. Dude, but if robots were coming after us, they have drones. If they had robotic drones, they would just be flying in the air and just shooting target locking missiles. Agreed. At us. My my point is that you just want to get it over with. Not, you just I, not get, that I just want to go. Wanna, not just, that I want to get it over with. But like, okay, so if I'm dying in the zombie apocalypse, yeah. Versus if I'm dying in a robot apocalypse, I'm dying in a robot apocalypse. Like you said, it's gonna be immediate. It's that robot's gonna turn to me, turn to me in like a you know a quarter of a second. And before I know it, bullet in my head. Dead. Dead Terrence. No Maybe more, not even a no bullet. More They're going to hit you with a rail gun or something. They're just going <laughs> right. to obliterate you. No more, no more the Terrence. Face of the planet. It's going to be immediate. There's going to be no thought. It's just going to be quarter second. It's like the Terminator. Done. Exactly. Exactly. But, but now, think about that in, in terms of a zombie apocalypse. Right, so I'm gonna die in either situation. But in a zombie apocalypse, what's gonna happen is maybe I get stretched, and now with my friends, and now I'm like, no, don't kill me, and my friends are crying, and (laughs) they're like, no, we have to kill you, and you're like, please, no. And tonight, the last thing you, the last thing you see in a row in a zombie apocalypse is one of two things. One, you see like multiple zombies ripping you apart. Not a great scene. Eating your brains. Right, exactly. Or two. You see your whole family crying crying about to kill you. So, you know. I'm still going with zombie. So, yeah, it's just, the, the, it's what's more emotionally terrifying to go with the zombie. That's why I'd want to do it. It's just, it's so much more emotional. I'd even, part of me would even be down to be a zombie. I don't think you get that, like, the, the feel of zombieism. I think you just be a zombie. And I'd like to, I'd like to see how it goes. So would your family, man. What? Just kidding. This is this is what happens, man. You turn into a zombie. You start wandering over. Your family's like, "Oh, we can't kill you." Guess what? You kill your whole family. Now you turn your whole family into zombies. That's an even that's an even uh, bigger plus for the zombie apocalypse. No. 
But yeah, that's I'm choosing I'm choosing robots all day. Really? Yeah, man. I don't want to. Zombies just feel so much more emotional. Have you involved. Have you seen those Boston Dynamic killer dogs? Oh yeah, the you great know what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Or there's like those are all. They have to be fake, right? I don't know. I don't know if they're <laughs> fake. They're terrifying. They're super scary. And like yeah. the ones that like run around and shoot things and stuff. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, we're on the we're on the precipice. I think it's more likely we're gonna be dealing with a robot apocalypse than a zombie one. I mean, yeah, I think so too. I think a lot of people are afraid of that. The only the only uh, saving grace on a robot apocalypse tasers. <laughs> tasers. No, if you could like if you could like somehow uh, hack together like a EMP. That's that's the thing. I don't even know how you would do that. I don't. I don't even know how you could. I don't even know how those work. We should Google it. You can do it with Transformers. Not like Transformers, the cars. <laughs> like the cartoon? No, no, the electrical Transformers. You I'll can? Like, I've seen it in movies. Okay? <laughs> Once again, I've seen it in movies. Yeah, can someone fact check us on these in Transformers? In movies, people climb up the Transformers and like, if all you need to do is plug the wire in the socket and then it'll be an EMP. And then boom. And then, boom. Yeah, you know, you know the sound of that. I know. Yeah, I know. Boom. And, um, hey, if and you're an electrical down. engineer, if you're listening and you're an electrical engineer, we'll have you on the podcast so that you can explain to us how to wire together an EMP from a power transformer. And this is important information because maybe if you don't do this, you could be the reason that the humans lose to the robots. Wait. So, oh, yeah. If you don't, yeah, you, you could save us could from the Boston the Dynamics robot robots. Army. Yeah. yeah. Wow. A lot's resting on your shoulders right now, singular electrician. You have that you have be... to reach out to us, or all of humanity will be lost. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, I've seen it in movies. Transformers. They climb up. They plug the wire in the socket, and then boom, and then all the robots fall down. So we would have a chance. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Robots are smart, but they're pretty stupid, too. You think so? I mean, I think, I don't know. I've seen movies. Also, like, you know, I, I work in programming, and, yeah. and AI is, like, smart, but, like, there's some obvious blind spots, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, you know, you could figure out how to... Like, if they were running around trying to kill people, and you are just like, I am <laughs> a robot. Right. Put a trash can on your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> They'll, they'll never know. They'll never know it's you. You just, like, put together, like, a trash can with holes in it for your arms. <laughs> right. I'm a robot. And yeah. then you have those... Uh, tinfoil. Yeah, tinfoil. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that that would work in the robot apocalypse. I mean, it would be, like... It would be a tragic way to die, but it's worth a try. Like, there, there's, yeah, there's a point where you're like, there's nothing we can do. Try it. And can then it works. They're like, we're the humans. Over there. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was like in a serious movie? Like these, this, this family sitting there, like, what are we gonna do? They're almost here. And in the middle of this serious movie, they decide we're gonna dress as robots and try to get out. You know? Yeah. I don't know how well that's gonna work. But yeah, that that's a, that's always an option. Man, man. All right, we're gonna move on to the next topic. Just kidding. We actually ran out of topics. Um, if you guys, you know, text us and email us topics, I'm sure we'll be able to have longer podcasts. But in the meantime... Although, I'm, you don't necessarily want longer podcasts, you know. 
Why not? We can't come up with. I thought we were talking earlier at. The we're out of bourbon. We're at it. We're going <laughs> at, we, we are out of bourbon. We did. We did finish the bourbon. We could but, go on if we wanted to. But we were talking at the beginning about uh, how we, if we just recorded ourselves all the time, then we wouldn't run out of content. No, that's when we just hire an editor to make hilarious cuts. It is wait. Is that not what we're doing? Are you? I'm not paying you. Hey, if you're an editor, if you're an editor out there, let us know, and then you can just follow us around and then cut out all the best content. Yeah, and we will promise you at least a glass of bourbon every time we record. Yeah, well, at, at least, I mean, I, I'll promise you at least two. Oh, wow. Yeah. Doubling. Yeah, Doubling we'll it. go big here. Oh, man. That's big dog status. Well, anyway, we, <clears throat> we really, really appreciate everyone out there that listens. Um, I know it's all it's all fun and games, but we really do appreciate it. You guys are are you guys mean everything to us? Helping so. me feed my kids, guys. Yep, really appreciate it. All all of them that he doesn't know about. <laughs> That's right. But uh, yeah, just we we really appreciate it, and we hope that you guys have a great rest of your week. For those of you that live in the Midwest, the snowpocalypse is coming, so. Bundle up, go to the grocery store. Oh boy, I need to go go to the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. It's apparently this is going to be a big one um, for Indiana. I saw we are going to get as high as two inches of snow, so <laughs> <laughs> people won't be able to drive. They'll be slipping and sliding everywhere. It'll yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dangerous. Anyway, yeah. we will uh, see you guys next week. Yep. See you guys.